0: The following contest is scheduled for one fall with a 60 minute time limit. Making their way down the aisle Carlos, Mark, Nick, and Remy, the Entrance Ramp Podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Entrance Ramp Podcast. I am your host, Nick Vega, alongside my co host, Carlos Rodriguez. Hey, everybody and mark Lindsay.
0: hey everybody how are you today
1: we're gonna give you a quick rundown of this week's events in wrestling um we're gonna start the show off with monday night raw um gentlemen the first question i'm going to pose to you is edge has accepted um randy, randy orton's match uh, we're just gonna do a quick rundown do we think it's a, a gonna be a good match let, let me let me throw that question out real quick yes or no mark
0: yeah yeah absolutely
2: well, I mean, it's going to be the greatest wrestling match to ever happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is the plan. Um, we will see how Edge works through. Um, do you think twenty minute match, thirty minutes?
2: I think a thirty minute barn burner. Like, it is, I, I, I I'm joking about that the title. You know, like that WWE is like promoting the match that way. But I, I honestly think it's really going to be a good match. I think yeah, thirty minutes.
1: I think it's going to be good. Okay. Um, switching gears, we're going to hop right over to Seth Rollins has added a new member to his stable, Austin Theory. Austin Theory is out from the Angel Garza and, um, Andrade stable. Um, he he a didn't,
2: bad fit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he he didn't seem bad to really bad. fit well, but he seems like he could be a great fit with, like, a new gear set, uh, in Rollins' stable. Um, do you see him superseding Buddy Murphy, uh, Mark? Do you see him being Rollins' right-hand man now?
0: I, I think that would be a great direction to go, um... You know, you have the opportunity here that Seth Rollins is a made man. He doesn't necessarily need the world title. He can be used to develop new talent like he is. He's part of that Monday Night Messiah. So I think what you could do is you could have him favor Austin Theory and just make subtle hints of Buddy Murphy, like like looking over and, you know, nothing major, build it up, slow build. I'm talking three, four, five months. And then you have this blow up. And you not only elevated Buddy Murphy because he'll probably be the face, but right? You elevated Austin Theory, who we all know is the next, probably the next superstar in the world of wrestling entertainment.
1: Carlos, do you feel that same way? Do you-
2: I, I think it could go that route. I I'm kind of hoping it goes in a tag team uh, title win route for,
1: for, right? for Murphy and um,
2: Theory. And Theory, yeah, I think that'd be a good. They'd be a good team because they they complement each other so well.
1: Style. Do you think that they're just going to clear the board of AOP? It seems like AOP is not very dependable for being all yeah. the time. And I think they they, they just want to hit the reset button, give him a nice tag team as a backup for his stable. And then, you know, like, I, like I, I was thinking more along the lines of what Mark was saying, where they have that real slow build, maybe even a year, where they're like cool best friends. And it's like, you know what, dude, you keep trying to take the shine from me. Uh, you know, and then Buddy Murphy becomes a face because I don't see Theory becoming a face anytime. Yeah, time. I, I agree as well with
2: that because that sediment could work really well in that in that structure. And then you could also have them go where like the, everything just implodes like that. It's just like decimation across the whole board for like the whole stable. Not gotcha. just them to like everything breaks down. Um, speaking
1: speaking of stables, yeah. we're gonna switch gears real quick and we're gonna talk about. Um, MVP it seems like he is building his own stable. He has yeah. now aligned himself with Bobby Lashley. Lashley has rid himself of Lana, thank god. And, yeah, know. you know, now it seems like Bobby Lashley can focus, um maybe maybe even you know take the US title. I don't see him being a world champion just yet. McIntyre is still real early in his run and if you put him near McIntyre he's just going to fizzle out. Do how many members do we think MVP will have joined his stable or is this just a one man Manage, you know, stable or player. He still he still has like Mick and Thorne as well because
2: I think they officially moved up to uh, Raw from NXT. Um, so I would, in my mind, add one more full time wrestler because then you got MVP as like this guy who can wrestle and can go, but he doesn't do it often. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like almost like a special attraction. Because actually, I I really like his in ring style. I always was a fan of MVP, especially back in the day. Like I was I was so happy to see him back. But I think you add one more person, like a full-time. Uh, like wrestler, maybe, someone, maybe like Garza or somebody. He could take like break apart the Selena Vega thing, right? To break mm-hmm. that all apart, so she could just stay with Andrade, and then maybe like have one more person, and then just build up like you have four like full wrestlers, and then just build them up. I think though, I think Lashley going after, uh, what's the name? I'm sorry, he he was going after Drew, right? at the Mm -hmm. end of Raw. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a, especially now that we're starting to see a transition of Bobby Lashley, and then Drew actually taunting him like, be the monster you are. Be the beast that you are. Like, he's like, he's trying to get, like, Bobby to be the old Bobby Lashley that we know from Impact Wrestling. (laughs) And they have a history there, too. So why not, like, without mentioning it, just kind of, like, we have a history. He was more badass back then, and now, look, he's been married, all this stuff, and now you're starting to see the competitive side of Bobby Lashley.
0: I'm the, I'm the wet noodle. I like to complain about everything. And um, I complain when Bobby Lashley isn't used properly, and I'm going to complain that Bobby Lashley is. Um, I'm of the mindset right now that, yes, see what you can get out of this direction with Lashley and MVP together. But I also feel that so much has been done poorly that it's going to be almost insurmountable to come back from. So hopefully I'm proven wrong. But this is a good start and it's a good storyline. It's a lot more interesting than lastly and Lana.
1: Well, yeah, definitely. I, I think MVP has the style and flair. And like I don't want to bring race into it, but him being a black man with another black man, they can basically vibe off each other. It's not, it doesn't feel forced. You know, it, it's it's like it's like how, remember how um Bob Backlund was with Darren Young? Like, what the hell was that? they're both two totally different people two totally different mindsets it it didn't make sense you know so i could see mvp being the mouthpiece because he's really good at talking still and letting Lashley just do his talking in the ring kind of a la you know brock lesnar which is which is incredible incredible because they both had Lashley and lesnar for such a long time and them two have never really had a clash
2: yeah with uh just to touch on the mvp thing like i i see him in this new role because you know he's a producer and stuff I see him like similar to Rocky Romero and new Japan mm-hmm. where like Rocky doesn't wrestle much, but when he does it's special, but he's still, he's bringing up these younger talent, not that Bobby's like, younger, but he needs, he needs somebody behind him to kind of push Yeah. Forward. Uh,
1: yeah I'm always in favor. Same thing with Seth Rollins. Um, you know, he could be a yeah. special attraction, doesn't have to wrestle but once or twice a month, you know, never, doesn't have to work uh, every, every week. Um, so we're going to switch up gears and we're going to talk about NXT Um. So first things first, we'll talk about the um, Interim Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. I know we haven't discussed it a lot on this show because um, we're kind of just waiting for the brackets to kind of you know, fall in place and see where this interim title match would go. Um, so we have an interesting twist because there's a tie in Block A for, uh, um, for the, the top spot. There's a three-way tie between Jake Atlas, um, uh, Kushida, and um, Drake Maverick. Um, they will be wrestling next week for the winner of Block A. El Fantisma is the winner of Block B. Um, do you, gentlemen, see who do you see winning this match? Let me let me just come out with the with the Kushida Atlas and Maverick. Who do you see coming out of that match?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with my uh, my favorite wrestler, Kushida. Yeah, I think I think he's a lock. I think he needs kind of like a, a little more exposure within NXT and, and to the general. U.S. audience. Um, they've used him sparingly here and there, but like he hasn't had any big moments. I think this is kind of his time to shine um, for anyone who doesn't know his New Japan history.
0: I'll go with Kushida as well, um, because I've already... My prediction already came true that they've turned this Drake Maverick uh, real-life situation into a storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if he'll be re-signed? I think that's kind of the the shadow, the elephant in the room, if you will, uh, is that we're all kind of wondering. And that's, as much as I'm going to rip WWE for kind of turning that into a storyline, that's also one of the things I like about it is because you just don't know. Um, and, and a lot of the product today, especially WWE, is predictable, or at least you have a direct uh, an idea of the direction they're going, but you really don't know. And, and if they pull the trigger and they give Drake the win, which would be a great story, then you have to imagine that he will resign the a contract and that you kind of feel for the other people who got let go on that Black Wednesday, who didn't get an opportunity to shine on their way out, and have a chance to save their job. So um, I'm kind of torn. Uh, again, I'm the wet noodle today. Um, I, I think I, I, I think if they go with Drake, it would be a great story, but I don't see it happening.
2: Yeah, but, I, I think that's a that's a good idea as well because it it is, it is kind of almost like a slap in the face, right? Like, and that's no disrespect to to Drake or Spud, whatever you want to call him, like it's not like a disrespect to him. It's more like, how come Leo Rush didn't get a, a shot, right? Like Leo Rush lately, that when that that bracket was announced, I believe it was like that Tuesday, right? It was like that Monday or Tuesday he announced the interim title tournament. He's like, hey, man. like he went on Twitter and just legit was like, hey, why am I not on this? Like, and then two days later, he got fired through text, and he had to text them. Too, by the way, he had to text WWE be like, hey man, am I like being let go? He's like, yeah, you are. We, we didn't get to call you yet. Like, what the hell do you mean? <laughs> like, like, I should have to text my job to know if I got a job or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, WWE is very ruthless and, you know, it, it is a business. So I understand it, but at the same point in time,
2: yeah, and, and I know
1: situations very well.
2: And with me saying Kushido in, I think that seems the most likely case, but they have been billing Atlas. I mean, I don't think Atlas anyone, is the young up and comer. Yeah, I don't think anyone I, would look bad in a win, like I, or as a you know. No users don't every, look bad.
1: That so. that like Mark said, that's the good thing about this whole situation is that there's su- such an in depth storyline for all three of these men because you know the Kashida's Kish- well versed, um, Atlas is the up and comer, and Maverick is fighting for his job. All stories are good, and it's gonna lead to a great match. Whoever wins against Fantasma, because what, you know,
2: what we have to do too is we have to watch Pro Wrestling T's website. Cause uh, Drake Maverick has his Rockstar Spud store open right now. If that closes like this this week, <laughs> we know he resigned. Like, well, I guess that's actually not true too. Because Tommaso Chappa. actually, I think, still sells some stuff, and so does Owens. do you know, I don't know, how? But they still do.
1: When when it comes to Maverick, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see what direction WWE takes him in. Um, but at least he got a chance to shine on his way out. If he is ultimately let go. Yeah, um, he didn't
2: have much matches when he signed with WWE. He was just a backstage character. I was like, oh, okay.
1: We're going to go ahead and switch uh, gears. It seems like Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee are, um, you know, on a collision course um, because they've pretty much gotten involved with um, Mia Yim and Candice LeRae, their whole situation. Um, Keith Lee came in for the save. Um, do we see Gargano taking the strap off of Lee? It seems like Lee's uh, reign has been disappointing um, it could it be because of the fans? Could it, could it be just like he's not having great matches?
0: Mark, I think it's a combination of both. Um, you know, uh, uh the fans definitely were part of his entrance. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and he's definitely somebody who did well in front of the fan. He's he's not. It's and it's not like he's doing bad. He's not doing bad.
1: No, uh, no, no, not I at all.
0: A little bit of. I think I expected more from his his title, uh the North American title run, and um. You know, it, it's not late. It's not too late that they can't change it. It's also not too early to push him for the world title. So he's kind of in an interesting position here. Um, I think if anybody deserves it, it's Gargano. Um, he he has been at the top of the program without even fighting for a championship. Uh, he's been an MVP of that promotion. Um, does he need the North American title? I don't think he does. So, again, this is another one of those... I am I'll be surprised with with whatever they do and I'm okay with that. Um but yeah, I, to your point Nick, it has been a little bit disappointing.
1: Um so quick question because I know the timer is about to go off <laughs> as I say it. Um I just wanted to get this out cuz we we spent uh a little more time than I was expecting on the Cruiserweight tournament Sorry. but <laughs> no, no, that's not good. Io Shirai, Ripley and Flair. Um do we see Charlotte Flair dropping the title Carlos? Do we see her going to Raw because of the Becky Lynch situation. And
2: yeah, we, we were talking about this off air. I think this is the cleanest way to do it. And even Mark mentioned it last week. I'm like, well, um, we were kind of speculating that this might happen and this will go this route. I mm-hmm. think um, either EO or Ripley are going to pin each other. Charlotte doesn't look bad. She's not champion, but she doesn't look bad. And she goes back to Raw to her and Asuka can start their feud again. I mean,
1: and, and she just had the match with Bailey too. So, so yeah. You, it uh, we'll talk more about that because I'm sure you'll bring it up. Um,
0: and real quick, I like that what Carlos just said, but I think Flair needs to take the pin because I think that's how you elevate the talent. I think that's, I think you get Ripley to pin Flair, and then and you th- go. I with think
2: it. I also think that is very fair as well. I, I think that needs to happen. I just worry with, I don't even think it's like Charlotte pushing for her booking. I just think that's just how, how she happens to be booked a lot of times. Is that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So. I, I, I think would be surprised if, it, if, like, WWE itself is like, nah, she can't take the pin. Io yeah. could take the pin, but she
1: can't. I, gu- I guarantee you her dad told her, it does, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you win the belt. It matters that you win it because she doesn't care if she drops the belt. She'll be 11-time champion or 12-time champion, you know, whatever. So she's she's cool. She, I'm sure she doesn't give a crap about being booked as a champ. Yeah. Um, r- real, real quick, yes or no, are we excited for uh, Dream and – um? Poll two, or is that just gotta run its course so we can go on to the next thing?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm excited. I just I don't I don't see him winning still. Like I, I I I again, if there was fans' dream wins, it would be awesome. And also, I mean, we haven't heard anything about his recent run-ins with some weird social media stuff. That could be
0: a good thing. So that could be a good yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, that could
2: be an indicator that maybe like everything's cool and like. It was. It could happen, but I yeah. kind of like this, like Keith Lee dropping the title of Gargano and then Keith Lee winning, because that. Imagine fans seeing Keith Lee win the NXT Championship and dethrone fans league. have oh. to be
1: there though fans. No way, no way he wins yeah. that. Hulk will hold that for another whole year. <laughs> Got that Rota <laughs> title. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll toss it over to Carlos for our uh, rundown on this week's SmackDown.
2: Alrighty, guys. So, yeah, we had uh, Friday Night Smackdown last night, as always, from the Performance Center. <laughs> uh, but for so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I would say the biggest I mean, biggest story is we have the semifinal set for the IC title now. Um, the last of the first round matches were completed. We had Shinsuke and AJ put in a barn burner. Of course, they would. How about two weeks of Smackdown with like two amazing matches? You know, Gulak. If you Black give Black, some
1: I if you me. give someone time, they will do well. I, yeah. I I don't doubt if any of those performers got 10, 15 minutes each, they'd be all right.
2: It was and dude, between that match and and just to mention, like you said earlier, Bailey and Charlotte, man, there were some great matches last night, man. That that was it was just rare form for then the rest of the storylines to be nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you would think we always talk about the IC title meaning always being meaningless and today's day and age and like they have been having some of the greatest matches for this title tournament
1: um, tournament you have a team yeah, you said, people love that it mm-hmm. what what wrestlemania was that with uh with the tournament for was it was it was it macho man macho man won that right
0: uh, WrestleMania four
1: yeah, yeah. when the tournament become champ okay
2: yeah that's because uh what's it, wait it was a uh million dollar man didn't want to drop it right
0: no, Honky Tonk Man.
2: Honky Tonk. Yeah. Man. All right, because yeah. of
0: Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man did not <laughs> want to drop the IC title back to Savage, which was the original plan. So Vince McMahon said, and, and DiBiase was supposed to win the that's world right. title, and DiBiase got hosed, and that's why they brought in the million-dollar championship. It's a whole long story. Thanks it's, to Honky Tonk Man.
2: Thanks, Alex. That's the weird. That's the weirdest part of it. Is that it's
0: Honky Tonk. Man. And I just wanted to uh, hop on what Carlos yes. said. You know, AJ Styles be advancing in that Intercontinental Tournament. He's home on SmackDown. Um, yeah. So he we is. talked about that. He's been traded uh, off air, but obviously bringing about it now. But uh, I think AJ has to win the whole thing. I'm kind of ho- hoping for AJ. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship, we just talked about some of the history, has always been the quote unquote working man title. You know, you look back at Bret Hart and, and Mr. Perfect and some of the past champions, and AJ Styles needs to win this uh, tournament.
2: Yeah, I think so, especially. Uh, it- Previously, like before the trade, I would have said no, just because like you want someone from SmackDown to win the title and things of that nature, and I would assume uh, Daniel Bryan would have won it. But now I think we'll—I mean, we'll get to who it, like it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus uh, Jeff Hardy next week. Jeff Hardy advancing against Sheamus, I think Daniel Bryan's going to win his match, go to the final, yeah. and then is going to win his match against Elias.
0: Yeah, I, I already said this. Uh, that's the finals we all kind of want to see AJ. Yeah.
2: That, I mean backlash, I, that match right there is probably match of the night at back. So
0: how about this? How about they have the tournament final? I'm booking a month down the road. They have the tournament final at the next pay-per-view, and it goes a 30-minute draw. Ooh. And then they had to have a rematch. And that would just right. I mean, that would just be cool.
1: No, that I would mean, be good. Well perfect. It, that is the perfect thing because you know what you could do? You could do a best of seven series every time they've had those. They have been amazing. I mean, Jesus Christ, one of them produced one of the greatest tag teams, the bar. Like that tag team was prevalent for a long, long time, all because they hated each other and wrestled seven matches.
2: Yeah, I think that I think that's the best outcome for this too. Especially and I, I think you're right, Mark. AJ does need to win because AJ has lost his best friends. And he feels responsible in a way. He's mentioned that, like, on his personal, like, actual not WWE affiliate, like, like, on his mixer playing video games. He's like, I felt like the big brother who just lost his little brothers, and I couldn't help them. Like, he feels, like, really disrespected from that. But he's been also, like, he is a made man as well in WWE. In the very short time he's been in there, he's had such an impact, no pun intended, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but he has such an impact that he he's already like a made man. And I think this is like I can see WWE giving like a shake his hand and be like, "Hey, sorry, we messed up. That's on us. Uh, you need it. You need it. here's a here's a title. Here's a title win." <laughs> and then you and Daniel can keep going for it. And then like SummerSlam, like Daniel can win it or something like that. It, it well, like be- I said,
1: dude, if if it's a best for a best of seven, it doesn't have to be every week that they have to have a match. You know, you could take a break. And then the next, yeah. show, you could you could break it out to where it goes from Backlash all the way to SummerSlam. And you've already booked, you know, these two dudes in, in matches. And it doesn't even have to be a heel-face type of dynamic at first. It could slowly build into one of them, you know, like you said. They're you both competitive. Like. And, and, and Bryant lost a close friend and Drew Gulak. So mm-hmm. you know, they, they both could feed off of that. And that those people ain't there to help them and talk to them and make them think how they would normally think. You know, there's tons of stuff they can go off of.
2: I think so, yeah. And then, um, now that the bell went off, I did want to stop one thing about the AJ Styles thing. Um,
1: I don't know, it was reported
2: last night during SmackDown that, uh, you know, AJ's been traded to Raw uh, from Raw to SmackDown for future considerations. A, what do you think that means in the world of WWE? B, I, why are they, it seems like they're trying to go against, like they're trying to make more sports feel a la AEW, correct?
1: i just i just told mark this before you hopped on i think it's the dumbest idea that wwe is trying to make this a real sport yeah stop 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 trying like you talk to the audience like we're idiots if you treat it like a tv show we'll be fine if you treat it like it's real sports i'm not gonna take you serious because trades how do you get traded when you under the same fucking company (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. How you get traded? like what? That doesn't make any sense. Just yeah, say we we he he won't be wrestling on SmackDown for a while. Like, just say that. Like, it's okay. You got trades like for future considerations until we sign a new person. Like,
2: like who? He, yeah, who you signed? Is. is it NXT? <laughs> call up. What do you mean? Like,
1: that, how how do you was, like, how do you grade how, like, the levels? So if so if like I trade if if you got AJ Styles and I gave you Heath Slater that like we traded. You know, like is that how the value of the trade works? Like. Yeah, like, like, how does this
2: work? And, like, AEW's real sports feel is, like, win-loss record, right? And that kind of makes sense. And That's it's, fine. Not, it's not used well in AEW. Like, they kind of mess some stuff up. Some people get title shots even though they don't have the best record. It doesn't make or, sense. Or, the,
1: or, yeah, so it's, like, their first match Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, I, I, yeah.
2: But still, like, at least, like, that makes way more sense than future considerations. Like,
1: <laughs> at, what the hell? <laughs> You get you get a second round draft pick. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you think like, they have to wear the hat? But like, it's the same company. Like, like in
2: my head, I'm just thinking like Austin. Like Austin Theory, he's not on Raw. You see him that, like, and uh,
1: <laughs> Raw picks uh, Austin Theory. I, player, think, and the I think that is the dumbest thing. Just just right above. Um, Oh, what was it? Oh, I forgot. I, I completely, like, oh my lost God. my trip though because I was laughing so hard. I knew
2: you guys were laugh about that because I, uh-huh. like, I brought it up at, in my notes for last night's episode. I have it, too. It's like, quotations, future considerations. What
1: the hell does that mean? Next.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Next. Yeah, it's SmackDown. <laughs> that was, uh, if you guys have a chance, though, just watch AJ and, and uh and Charlotte and Bailey. We can move on, though, to... Uh, Eight. One thing about
1: the Charlotte and Bailey thing before we switch over is—is uh, is Bailey the only wrestler to have a winning record against Charlotte?
2: Yeah, or, uh, did Becky? I, I don't know if Becky. I, I think, think Bailey has more wins against her than Becky. I
1: must say, yeah, actually, yeah time, Bailey has. They, a they had a match. Really, yeah, yeah,
2: Bailey beat her for more championships than anybody else.
1: Well, their record is nine and eight. She since she won last night, she she broke the tie and. You know, it's it's just like it's one of those things that, that just shows me Bailey's so underrated as as a wrestler, you know, that she doesn't get the, the credit that she deserves.
2: You, do you think she's like the macho man <laughs> out of all of them? <laughs> all, well, Charlie's just her I dad. I wanna say
1: all that, but like Charlie's yeah. just her dad no matter <laughs> but, what. <laughs> But yeah, she's she's definitely Macho Man asking in terms of not getting the credit
2: right now. That she twenty years it. from now, we're like yo man, Bailey was the best. <laughs> like oh right, yeah, Bailey I, should like like, yeah. Macho man, like we talk about Macho Man now, like yo man, Macho
1: Man. <laughs> but we can go ahead and switch gears to uh, AEW. I'll, I'll let Mark take over.
0: Start with all right. Me. Well, you know, Double or Nothing right. is tonight. Um, uh, I gotta tell you, the the build to this pay per view has been pretty solid. Uh, yeah. AEW's done a decent job with the empty arena shows. Uh, at Daly's place, Daly's place, Daly, whatever it is, Dilly Dally. Um, that is a. It's it's been a fun. Um, it's been a pleasurable experience to watch those shows. Uh, they've kind of done a decent job with the uh, wrestlers and the production staff at ringside, and I expect nothing less than that tonight, as they will also be holding double or nothing at Daly's place. The main event, of course, is for the AEW Championship: John Moxley versus Brody Lee. We've talked about this in the past, Nick. Does Brody Lee win the big one and his first opportunity?
1: Uh, I've been mulling this over in my head for a couple days now because I want to say yes because I think it just fits the gimmick. I, I, I feel like the title will validate his whole shtick, but you can't take the belt off Moxley. Like I, I mean, Moxley doesn't need the belt. That that that's what racks my brains is he doesn't need it. If he loses, I wouldn't think twice about him being a top contender. But there's got to be like some shenanigans. Um, I'm gonna say no. I don't. I don't think they pull the trigger, but I wouldn't be surprised if Brody Lee did win. But but I'll go with Moxley. That'll be my prediction.
0: Carlos.
2: All right. I'm gonna go with Moxley. Uh, I don't think that Brody Lee is ready for a a championship win. I think it's really early on. That's I. I think that was why when it initially happened, I was shocked. Ooh i thought this is too early i think it's eventually going to happen i think he could he has all the makings of a world championship and it shows um now especially coming back into like be, being this is all to what actually having a great persona on the mic um which is something that was never able to be shown in wwe like I, I think he is all around like a world-class talent and it shows finally in aew and i think eventually down the line he'll be world champion I, could, I don't see him being it right now. Now, whoever wins this like, casino ladder thing that we'll talk about later, I think they have a good chance. That my prediction might be that.
0: So I have two reasons why I think Moxley retains. So it looks like all three of us are voting for Moxley. I'm writing this down. Should oh, yeah, we have yeah, two. I, I, I am too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the two reasons I think Moxley retains, number one, it, they, they did the angle where – Brody Lee takes the championship belt, you know, and and, and possession is nine tenths of the law. So you need to have that quote unquote feel good moment of the good guy getting his belt back. Mm -hmm. Number number two, um, I believe that the Brody Lee character is still developing. I don't think we've seen the end result yet. I think they're still working on Mm -hmm. because because think think back to the Dark Order when they first got over. It was Evil Uno and Stu Grayson and they're, they're talking about this mysterious, you know, uh, whatever, the, the exalted one. But since he's been there, Uno and Grayson haven't been there. We haven't seen the full Dark Order in the way that I think it was originally intended. So I think you can have some kind of Moxley roll up from behind, hook the tights, cheat the wind, get his belt back, you know, evil, de- you know. And then you kind of build the Dark Order as a stable again and then you kind of elevate Brody Lee that that, that that's kind of my two cents there
2: so you mean like the full force of like the of uh, the dark or, Order, like uno grayson
0: yeah. Yeah, it, right now and, because and of, right because yeah. of covid is kind of a watered down dark order yeah. but i think once they're full power i could see him getting the 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 title
1: yeah cuz all, all he has right now is that guy 10 right <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he has anybody else. So, he so have
0: I, a broken arm after this past Wednesday. So, oh.
1: so, so yeah, I could definitely see Mox, you know, because he only has to jump one obstacle to get through Birdie Lee, won this match. I, I, now that you mentioned it, Mark, I didn't even think about Uno and Grayson because I haven't seen them in so long, but they're obviously a major component because you know that at that point it's four on one or however many minions <laughs> they have. So, right,
0: (laughs) well, we're gonna move on to the TNT Championship tournament final. Uh, Nick loves tournaments, as we spoke about earlier. Uh, the finals between Cody and Lance Archer. Uh, Of course, this past week we had a great segment between the managers for both, uh, Jake the and and Arn Anderson. And that, tell you what, that did
2: it, man. You called it like it, it was so good, yeah. Still got it. Like, I I believe that for a second, these two old men were gonna beat the shit out. And I wanted (laughs) to see (laughs) I was I was was a little kid again, like beat his ass, Jake. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't
0: take no bumps. (laughs) That's something that AEW is doing really good, is that they're utilizing the managers. Um, that's not a curse word in AEW, uh, which is really refreshing to see. Uh, I personally think that. Either way, AEW wins. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Tyson is presenting the belt. so It's been
2: heavily alluded to that he might be physical yeah. as well, right? right. Well, so, well, I mean, he's, he's, he's fighting.
0: Free, uh, Arn Anderson announced during that promo that he, Mike Tyson has been given free reign. So uh, you, you could pull the trigger. You could have Cody win and maybe some kind of altercation at the end with Lance and Mike Tyson. Um, because I had to pick one, I'm going to say Cody. Um, but either way I'm surprised and they can go any direction and it would be great.
2: Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with you, Mark. I think Cody wins this. I think it's, it's about time Cody wins. I wasn't super convinced earlier in the week and watching Wednesday's dynamite um, and also watching other people online that I like, I follow in, in, in on wrestling YouTube and, and they all kind of agree. Like they kind of sold me on Cody actually winning and winning the big one. I think it's about time. He wins a big thing, and I think I don't think the TNT title is a uh, afterthought for AEW. I think it's it's a prominent, it's going to be a prominent title that we'll see defended. I think Cody's a great first champion, a la
1: Jericho, to the AEW World Championship. I, I'm torn because as much as you say AEW wins, I think they lose. I'll be a pessimist on this a little bit because if Cody loses, he can't win the big one. If Archer loses. I think he loses some of that polish of him being a monster. Unless, un- unless like you guys were talking about earlier, Mike Tyson has free reign and pops him in the mouth. Then, you know, most people are like, listen, you get popped in the mouth by Mike Tyson. I understand why you lost the match. Yeah, but- I, the other thing, too, the think about um, Jake
2: has always had to try to rein in Lance, right? Like, because he's a monster, right? Like, he's like, Lance has always tried to jump ahead, and he's like, nah, we wait, you know, we do all this stuff, and he has rain on him if if something happens to Jake or something like that and he cannot control the monster that's an easy storyline way to for like I'd, Cody I'd die
1: if, if Mike Tyson popped Jake the Snake in the mouth I would piss
2: myself I'm telling you I, right I, now, I I'll, I'll,
1: I'll crack up so
0: what's your prediction Nick who do you think's going to win um,
1: I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Cody he needs to win this he like
0: um, I'm going to change my prediction and I'm sorry I'm not going to give a reason why yet I'm going to go with Lance on this one
1: Okay. And I'm gonna tell you
0: guys why when we get later on. Okay, okay. I'm che- so we have two Cody and one Lance. Yeah. Now we're gonna move on. Oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> gonna it was son announced- of a
1: bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was announced uh last week that there's going to be a stadium stampede match uh with Matt Hardy and the elite taking on the inner circle. Um
2: yeah, I know you're. i going to give my
0: thoughts real quick. I think this is going to be AEW's response to Money in the Bank, where they're going to be brawling all over uh, the stadium in Jacksonville, um, and and I'm okay with this match being pre-recorded. I'm okay with it being edited because I think we're going to see a lot more of what we saw two weeks ago with that street fight. Um, I think you have to have the inner circle win. Um, to, to continue the feud, they're still leading to blood and guts. We don't know when that is, but they're still building up to that. So I think you have to have the inner circle go over. Um, and just a side question. You guys don't have to answer this. With five on five, are they going to have five different referees to count a possible pinfall?
2: Yeah, it's just interesting because I don't know. Well, we already know it's been recorded. I don't know if it was like Thursday or yesterday. Um, we, and I don't know if you guys seen the aerial shots of, of the um, – no, I didn't see that. I,
0: mean, I know they're available, but I, I want to, I want to watch it. I want to see it without. The only me. reason
2: I wanted to look it up was because at on Wednesday's Dynamite, I don't know if you guys know, is the end zone said the elite. Yes. I was like, oh, I, I need to see like Ariel Satsoli at once. And center. they
0: announced that the ring was going to be on the fifty yard line. So it is. It yeah. does
2: look cool. I, it lo- it looks a little hokey just because it's still set up for football, but at the same time, it makes sense in the Stadium Stampede match. Uh, and there's a big AEW logo too, so it's, it's pretty cool. So if you can kind of mind's eye imagine it, I think it'll look better when we first actually see it as revealed. Uh, not these like whatever aerial shots from some dude's drone, <coughs> but um, I think, yeah, I wonder, I, I want to know the rules specifically. Like, I, I know that they said there was some stuff they mentioned on dynamite with rules set, but like, does it, does the pitfall have to happen in the ring? Is that why the ring set up? Um, if so, then like, I, yeah, I feel like you need, you. We're going to have different angles, different things like that. And I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I think this is going to be the match of the night. I wouldn't be surprised if this actually is the last match to go on. Um, I think that's a perfect idea to end uh, end the pay-per-view that way. But I think if you go in um, – I think that five referee thing might make sense. Because if, 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 it, it should happen anyway, right? It'd be weird for it to be like, no, you have to pin the dude in the center of the ring. Like, <laughs> do we? Do we, though?
0: Who do you think going to win?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the Elite need to win. I think they need to win. Um, it was nice seeing the Young Bucks, and uh, even though Matt's injured now, uh, Young Bucks and Paige uh, come back, especially Paige, um, and after his BTE segment. So I think with if you watch BTE and you see Paige's segment at the end of the episode and how he kind of has his like, heart-to-heart moment with, He's, like, talking about alcohol, but he's not. He's really talking about, like, he feels like less than anything or surrounded by all these, like, his friends and all this stuff. And, that like, this title should mean something and it should win and it should be enough, but it's not enough. And maybe, like, he's going to get, he's like, he's I'm going to get effed anyway, so I might as well just roll with the punches. So I was like, that kind of, that whole little soliloquy that he had on BT, I think, kind of solidified the elite winning for me.
1: So it was. It was you picked the inner circle, right, Mark? Yep. And and you picked the elite. So I'm the yeah. tiebreaker. Okay.
0: Oh
1: ah, pressure. Um, on a on a scale of one to to wedgie, how tight do you think uh, Vince McMahon is that he didn't think of this idea first? Oh man. <laughs> he oh, had all man. the football stadiums that he could have possibly done this at, and I I, I don't know Raymond James Stadium
0: at WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, right. <laughs> not the same though i'm pretty sure this is on the grass right is, yeah. that, is that what they're doing yeah th- i think that's awesome because like now somebody is throwing out the ring you know it's it's on grass it doesn't look as crazy but it's interesting because it's at a huge stadium um i'm going to go with the inner circle on this one just because i think that um i think that they'll lose the blood and guts i think that they'll lose the blood and guts because they're not at full the elite's not really at full strength. That's not the real elite, right? And then, like, you have tension still with um Paige and the Young Bucks. We don't know how that's gonna pan out. We haven't seen them on camera in so long. Maybe he has, he says something to him, maybe he's kind of drunk, you know. Maybe yeah, he goes to right. drink in the middle of the he match.
0: National Wednesday made that great return running the whole length of the football team fighting, and then when the camera panned out, Paige started walking away again. So he was there for his friends and then he kind of just walked away again. So they're continuing that storyline, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I'll go with the inner circle on this one just because uh, I, I think they need to win. Um, I think that stable has lost a lot of its luster because of Moxley kind of, like, running through them, sort of. Um, so they, they need to, to get this W. I'll, I'll take them.
2: I, I mean, me saying the Elite, I, I'm still – I think this is one of those matches that I'm just going to be happy. We, I've said this so many times with, like, AEW pay-per-views, and, and you, you guys see me when we watch them together, like – I'm always just happy. I'm like, damn, this is just gonna be good. Like, inner circle wins, I'm happy. Like, no matter what, like I think it's gonna be some through some chicanery or something like that. It's gonna-
1: he's he's out. lying, Mark. He he wants that he wants that top dog championship. He's <laughs> <lying>. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, I'll be on with, on
0: when i be happy. with need the lead to win. You know, the 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 casino ladder match will take place. Now, this is AEW's response to Money in the Bank, which I am a big fan of. Yes. Uh, the winner will have a casino chip that he can cash in for a future world title match. Uh, The competitors are Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, Kit Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and a mystery competitor. Now, I'm going to say right off the bat, (sighs) any of those people can win except for Frankie Kazarian. So uh, I see (laughs) the fact that... I see this happening, and, and I'm gonna, my prediction, I want to, if you don't mind, I'm going to go last on this one.
1: Okay, okay. Nick, what uh, do you I,
0: think?
1: Yeah, Nick. Quick question. Is Is the chip the same as the money in the bank? You cash it in at any time, or is it just a cash in for a match? That's,
0: that's, that's a good point. I think you cash it in for a match. I don't yeah. think it's at any time, like, when your opponent's weak. I think it could be. Right. We so really haven't gone into that. Yeah.
1: That's, that's important for me because it, it changes the dynamic. I think. I think if if the mm-hmm. dynamic is you can win at any time, any place, a heel should win this tournament first for the first go around because that's a heel thing to do is to win this and then be a sneak. But if it's just a match in general, I can see a face win in it. Um, a good guy, and, and there is no good guy better than Darby Allen right now. I, I think he is the safest bet. Um, I will say, I'll say Darby Allen just because it's the it's the most logical one. I can't think of anybody else really winning it without, you know, some form of a, like a, huh? I don't know. Do, do um, you,
2: are you kind of in your head to also seeing like a Moxley Darby Allen feud? Is that why?
1: Like, just... Maybe, but I also could see it, it's for the AEW title, right? Or is yeah. it just yeah. any? Okay, okay. Cause I was going to say if it, if it's for any title, I can see him cashing it in for the TNT title against Cody. Cause they still have a, a ongoing feud for the longest and he still wants to prove himself in that. But, um, yeah, I- I'll say Darby. I, I was going to say Ray Phoenix before he got injured because that guy can have an amazing match with, like, you know. Him I- and R- at
2: Cassidy. P- Cassidy, man. That was man. another one of those matches of the week, man. Like, that dude is... <sighs> like, go back and watch that. That was amazing. R yeah, Cassidy puts I- on bangers, dude. <laughs> I-
1: I'll-, I'll go with, uh, unless the surprise entrant is someone, you know, of legend status. Sting. <laughs> At stake. <laughs> you just ruined Mark's moment. Damn it! Nope, yeah. not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I think I have an idea. I would, I, I'm gonna. i stop talking now, because I, I'm intrigued of what Mark's gonna say. So
0: I, I really go.
2: am. That's why I'm, I'm just gonna make my <laughs> prediction real quick. Uh. And um, who I think is, is gonna be one of the rising stars of AEW and, and kind of a breakout talent. I think it's gonna be Scorpio Sky. Um, I think he is. You're gonna
1: say Luchasaurus.
2: <laughs> I, I think it's a little early. And with a TNT title, yeah, way early. I think, um, I think we have something special in Scorpio Sky. Um, he had that, a um, couple weeks ago on Dynamite, they had like that kind of like two weeks in a row, like, hey, this is my life, this is why I'm where I'm at now because of SCU and things like that. And I think he's just that dude's just natural talent. He had that match with Jericho too when he was world champ. I think that's someone we have to look out for. And I think Scorpio Sky is going to win
0: this. Prior to about three minutes ago, when I had this revelation in my head, um, I was going to go with either Darby Allen or Scorpio Sky as my pick to win this match. However, during our conversation and prediction, I something came to me. This match will be placed after the TNT Championship match, which Lance Archer will win. Your mystery competitor will be one Cody Rhodes. Mm. And Cody Rhodes will win the match and get a future AEW world title match. Book it.
2: Oh, man. Okay. I like that. See, I thought you he's, were going to go. With, he's, in a, he's in the come down
0: ring. His promos this entire time for the TNT championship have been spot on from a face, but a serious face. He has been saying, I need this title. I need this title. I cannot challenge for the world title. I need to win this. It's going to cement my legacy in AEW he loses. Around it, he then. loses to Lance. Mm-hmm. So then he just goes batshit crazy, obsessed with having to win a championship and he, and, and I would even go one step further. I would even have like a mystery competitor come to the ring and have Cody take him out to interject himself in the match. <laughs> now that's a very heelish thing to do. It's super heelish. It's a super it, heelish thing to do. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that large shadow looming <laughs> that would be so fun to watch
1: i was with you until until he said ambush the, the <laughs> guy he, you do that you kill any doubt you cut any doubt that he's a face and you lose your biggest baby face no so, no you know you what, somebody else
0: i won't edit that out but i'll i'll agree with no, that Maybe no 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 ambush anybody
1: <laughs> who, who who would it be though i mean if it's a heel i guess i could kind of understand it Maybe he, is MJF in the in the um
2: No, well he's not in the he has a match with Jungle Boy. Right. Right, right, right. So I mean he but he's could, not in it, it, yeah.
1: It'd be different if it was him, then I think everybody'd be happy. Then it then, you know, be whatever. You know, MJF is not deserving of this spot. I'm taking it from him. It, but it, if this if this
2: goes the way like Mark is saying though, like it, it is believable because if you watch his ROH like run and you watch his new Japan run. Dude, that was like peak heel. Like Cody was one of the best heels in both companies, and it's because of that obsessive nature he has for wanting a title and and things like that. Like he wanted the ROH title, he got it. He wanted, you know, the US title, he got it. He wanted the New Japan title, the IWGP title, did not get it because <laughs> Cody, Kenny's that good. And but that kind of like that was the thing that swayed him back. He like he he turned the whole Bullet Club on its head. Like, don't forget, Cody's the one who did that. So Cody is willing to do whatever it takes. And he's always been the more natural heel out of him and his brother. Like, his brother's weird, but he, he turns people on, like, on their on? heads. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you never know, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, Cody's mm-hmm. always the one who's been obsessed. He's always been the one who's been crazy, like, about titles and stuff like that. So I would not be, that's a great call. And yeah, he's the biggest baby face, but you just build somebody else up. You have Darby Allin. Um Moxley is the world champion, and he's a face. Like He has that Stone Cold persona about him. Why not? Yeah, that's great. I, I'm still going to stay with the Scorpius guy, but, man, that's a great idea. Now, I, I really want this to happen.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, every time you say that, Carlos, it doesn't happen. So. I know. I got to stop saying that. <laughs> but again, there's, a lot,
1: there's a lot of players. Yeah. Like, there are, there's a lot of free agents other than Cody. That could. That's why I said it, it depends on who that person is for me. Because if if they're you know of a legend, that if it's someone like no offense to Zack Ryder, but if it was like Zack Ryder, I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be like oh okay cool, but like he's in like the Colt Cabana category. Of right, like,
0: but if, if it was someone like Drew Gulak, that, you know, that sounds, that's like clear. Black, that would be right, awesome.
1: right. That would be interesting awesome. because awesome because because they because they could push him towards a AEW World Title because. He is good in the ring and he is good. He fits more of like the AEW mesh than and the WWE. Let's That's look at it from Jeff another Cobb. perspective.
0: He didn't exactly job. I mean, he 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 lost to Daniel Bryan, but there's no shame in that. Mm-mm. It's not like he right. got jobbed out on his way. Right, out. right. No. Yeah, no, he had
2: offense. He had, offense. Yeah, he had and, one of those matches that you like you have to study.
1: Well, they they talked about it. They were like before the match, we both agree we won't be using open uh palm strikes. Like we it's all Technical and wrestling, you know, submission holds is how they wanted to have their match, and they did.
2: Yeah, having like a pure wrestler like Gulak, that would be a great catch. Cobb would be another good, mysterious opponent to come in because we haven't seen him in AEW in a while.
0: And there's, there's rumors about Brian Cage signing. I mean, Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Yeah. See if, see, if he if he was
1: in it, I would peg him because he's such a powerhouse. That I could see him ripping. See, I don't, I also don't know how the Like, I'm assuming it's just like money in the bank where everybody just comes to the ring and fights for the ladder, and there's no like you know,
0: time. So the rules are every 90 seconds it starts with two men, and then every 90 seconds, okay, so yeah, yeah. Comes in. So, so this so match that- could be over before all the competitors are even in the ring.
2: And, and Let's really? not forget the inverse of, of Mark's prediction, too. Oh, <laughs> like Lance Archer could be the one who loses, comes in and beats everyone, has the chip, and he goes after Moxley, because they have that history. They have that history in New Japan, like, they for the IWGP US title, like, why not? Right. That could work as well.
0: That's a great point. It's, a great it's, point. It's, it's,
1: it sounds beautiful. I'll, I'll, I, if that happens, all I want to see is uh, Marco Stunt on his way to the ring, <laughs> and then Jake puts him in the DDT and drops
0: him, and then... Dude, later, Marco
2: Stunt up. is like the, the Hans Moleman. Man...
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> and just <laughs> so, just so we can say it on this show, I know we have to move on with the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is Sting, I will be screaming at home. Okay? <laughs> Please, I I am am a, just record yourself. Just record yourself. I am a big Sting <laughs> fan, and I think I would mark out. No pun intended. <laughs> like uh, moving on, uh, the AEW Women's Championship will be defended as Nyla Rose defends against Hikaru Shida. Uh, this is a no DQ match, which I think adds a a different element. I think I was originally gonna go with Sheeta as winning this, but with no DQ, I think Nyla Rose holds on. Carlos, what say you?
2: I, I actually agree as well. Uh if it wasn't no DQ, I, I would I was going with Sheeta, but the fact that it is DQ, I think uh Nyla Rose throws her through a table or something. Like we're gonna get something. It's gonna be a good match too. That that this match is gonna be one of those ones, like, man, they had to go against whatever match was before the Hopefully, it's like crazy enough that they can equal up to whatever uh craziness that we they go on before or after. But I think uh, Nyla Rose wins.
1: Plot what? twist, plot twist. Britt Baker is not supposed to be on the card at all, right? I think she costs Nyla Rose the title and gives it to Sheeta because Sheeta and her have a history. And and like I could see her thinking to herself, I can't beat Nyla Rose, but I could probably beat Sheeta. And helping Sheeta win the title, lessons,
2: she's at, and she's not really out for nine months,
1: yeah. And right, <laughs> and 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 <laughs> is that how long she's supposed to be out nine yeah, months no, for the rest of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's what's been reported. <laughs> oh, god, toward
0: ACL, right? Or is that... Hey, man, uh, it's oh a, wow, it's a prediction, Nick. You know,
1: hey, man, I, I, I can definitely see that. That that. That was that. That would be my prediction. If she doesn't have the torn ACL, I didn't know she had the – I knew she was they, – they were, like, real secretive about it because they were like, oh, yeah, she's out. But, you know, we, we really don't have a lot to, you know, go off at this time. And yeah, I was three like, big people oh, got oh. her on Wednesday. It
2: was her, Matt, and um Phoenix. Mm. But Matt's easy. Like, you you just hide them. Everything's taped, too. You know what I mean? Like, they just had to be careful.
1: Mm.
0: Well, that concludes the title matches for tonight's show. Uh, another main attraction, of course, we touched upon earlier. MJF will be taking on Jungle Boy, and real quick, I think MJF wins this match.
2: Yep. MJF, MJF, it's just going to be it, it, MJF wins, but it's going to be a showcase for Jungle Boy, kind of like
0: I, I will say,
1: MJF. Every time he wrestles somebody, they look great in the ring with him. He he, yeah. he he sells everything for these people.
2: Yeah, he really does, man. He he he's such. I mean, God, he's such a natural heel. He's just so good. <laughs> He's so gosh darn good, man. But you rain. know
1: what, though? But but see, being such an amazing heel will also benefit him when he turns face eventually Absolutely. down the line. Because people love a cocky good guy. They're like, yeah, he, he might be an asshole, but that's our asshole.
0: Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree 100%. Uh, moving on, we have, uh, again, Brick Baker, who may or may not be hurt, according to Nick. Uh <laughs> Was are supposed to take on Chris Statlander that is now going to Penelope Ford. Thank God Penelope Ford is on pay-per-view and Penelope <laughs> Ford just win every single match in the world. I uh, you know,
2: honestly, I, I I'm but, gonna pick her. I'm actually gonna pick her to win this man. Especially with Chris <laughs> I, Sabian. Yeah. I was, a
1: thinking, I was thinking the same thing. Not because you know Penelope Ford is Penelope Ford, <laughs> but because her character, it, it makes sense. Um, I think Statlander is fine, you know, she could be she could she could win like two or three world titles as AEW goes along because of her size and her natural ability, but she could also take losses and dust them right off. And for I think this is her first mainstay match, right? Like this is her first showcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, and I
0: Statlander, Statlander was impressive leading up to Revolution. I think she that match with Nyla kind of fell flat at the pay per view, um, but I don't think Nyla wrestles well with the other big women. Right, and I think that's a very fair statement. She's done very well against Riho and others, but um, I think that's a very fair assessment. So I think build up the heels. Heels always have to be built up a little bit better than faces. Um, Chris Statlander is a player. She's going to be around, like you said, Nick. I can see her being a future champion. Uh, Maybe not now, but definitely. Right, right.
1: Yeah, definitely down the line. Carlos? Uh,
2: I'm going to go with uh, Ford. Well, okay,
0: yeah. did you say that earlier? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. No, no. yeah. <laughs> uh this past week on AEW, one of the more entertaining uh segments was the Sean Spears Network or whatever it was, the yeah. SSN. <laughs> um <laughs> I tell you what, if they decide to stick with that, I think that could get over. Um Sean yeah. Spears wearing a suit and calling out Dustin Rhodes. Um, I think If there's one competitor in AEW who has been stuck in first gear, it's Sean Spears. Uh, I think he deserves a big win. I don't think it takes anything away from Dustin if he loses. So I'm going to go Sean Spears with this.
1: I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Sean Spears on this one as well. Yeah, Sean Spears needs to win. Otherwise, if if he doesn't win tonight, I expect Tully Blanchard to blast him in the mid. Yeah.
0: Well, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be a, a twist, a turn? Uh, yeah. Ellie Blanchard is with the Rhodes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Unheard of. Unheard of.
0: Absolutely.
1: I, I, I don't think, like, siding with the Rhodes. I was just thinking more like, I'm pissed off and done with you. Yeah, you okay. got to stop losing, kid. I'm going to go get my daughter so she can go beat up, you know, Nyla Rose and the rest of these people.
0: <laughs> and on the buy-in pre-show, uh, Private Party will take on Best Friends. And I, I would like to say that MVPs of this COVID-19 era have been best friends. Um, I think they've they've had each and every week, they've been um, just showing their talent and and, and having great matches. And it kind of bums me out that they're on the pre-show because I think they deserve a pay-per-view spot. Uh, But you have a very loaded card. Um, Private Party hasn't been there. They've been doing some stuff on BTE. Um, but they really haven't been a presence on TV. So you can make the argument that they need to win because they're not fresh in people's minds, but you could also make the argument that Best Friends have been and they're more polished. So I'm going to go with Best Friends on this one.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Private Party. Uh, I think they're going to win uh, and, and challenge Kenny Omega and Adam Page for the, the title. Um because of Paige's history with them, uh, you know, them own uh, Paige owing the money. Also, he just sent a hitman in a teddy bear against them. I don't know. <laughs> Watch BT people. It's crazy. <laughs> this shit is wild. Uh and the boogeyman, I think, or a boogeyman. I don't know what the hell that thing is. Anyway, uh, I think I think they'll play off like just the normal storyline that's been building. And I think um Pride Party like has been trying to be friends with Adam Page, but he's his own worst enemy. And I think Whatever happens in their match, uh, Private Party are going to be the new world champions for the tag team division whenever that happens.
1: Um, well, Best Friends is, are number one in the, in the rankings, and Private Party is number three. So this is essentially a number one contenders match yep. for the tag team titles. Um, I'm going to go with Best Friends because of what Mark stated. I think they deserve that push. They, they haven't even gotten a crack. Uh, Private Party is still very, very young. You know They have plenty of, plenty of, plenty of time to do anything they want. Um, when I watch Best Friends, I'll all I can think of is Harlem Heat in the sense of I can see Trent being Booker T, where he's with a tag team for about years and then becomes a mega star on his own because that guy every time he's a singles wrestler is great and he is he has hard hitting matches. You know I I don't ever see him drop anybody on their head anything like that. Um, I, I think I think. Best Friends beats um, Omega and Page for the titles. So I'm going to go with that, and I think they'll win tonight. Um, but, yeah, I think Trent is my breakout star for years down the line. Like, two years down the line, megastar.
2: And, and he's, like, a veteran, too. Let's not forget. Like, he's been through it. Yeah, he's a, not, like, a young kid. No, a, a, he's been through all the BS in, in WWE and then actually having a chance to shine in, in New Japan <laughs> under chaos. I, I think he learned too from like the his chaos uh, stablemates, I think.
1: I, I said, I said Harlem Heat, and Mark's face was like, <laughs> he just sucked on six lemons. Like, I uh,
0: I, well, your explanation made sense, so I <laughs> hey, better than, hey
2: man, I would love to be Harlem Heat. Nobody well, I mean, wants to
0: be in the rockers. <laughs> no, I, was
2: like, I don't want to be Marty Janetti, 85, trying to hit on 19 year old girls. Well, so that's,
0: yeah, I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, you're it, not it's 19, crazy though, for us, but. If you're Marty Janetti, is there anything wrong with it?
1: As long as they're actually of age. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Um, no, I, I, I just I see, um, Chuck, Chuck like Taylor, like him, him not being that you know jealous kind of partner. I see him being supportive out like Stevie Ray. Well, Stevie Ray was <laughs> he wasn't supportive at at times, but for the most part, he was supportive. Hey, NWOs. Stevie Ray. <laughs>
2: God damn it. <laughs> And on that
0: note.
2: <laughs> we did it in the time frame. We did it. <laughs> uh,
1: that, so I guess we'll, we'll just you know have some closing thoughts before we uh, wrap this all up. Um, I guess my closing thoughts um, for this week in wrestling is pretty much, I just got finished watching The Dark Side of the Ring. It gives us a great in-depth look at how the wrestling business acts behind the scenes um, and how important it is, you know, in front of the camera as well, because it, those things affect these people, they're, they're human beings. Um, so I, I guess my takeaway and my closing thought is always mental health. Um, make sure that everybody that watches the show, everybody in general, just, you know, make sure your mental health is well. You talk to people, you keep people informed and you're not, you know, sitting in the dark because a lot of these wrestlers were sitting in the dark and doing things in the dark that, um, you know, just weren't good.
2: Yeah, um, I'll. Um, I just want to mention. Uh, I, I know we, we talked about it off air, and in, in the wrestling world, I also kind of banded together. But um, Sunday, Chad um, Gaspar, you know, he uh, unfortunately he passed away. Uh, his body was found Wednesday. Uh, he was called into Riptide, um, and as they were saving him, he pushed them away from him to go get his son. Um, a lot of people have been throwing around like he died a hero's death, and and as a father too, I, I agree. Um, right now, just talking about it, I'm just getting goosebumps. It's, um, I was always a, fr- a fan of Crime Time, but um, to hear all these amazing stories, um, about how just well re- respected he was and, and how nice he was, and that video kept uh, surfacing around um, when um Kofi won the title last year, and Shad uh, and MVP crying. Um, cause he knew how important it was and, and it just seemed like he was such a a great family man. Uh, I've never heard anything bad about him. Um, if you're a nerd like me too, like he also, he did all the physical body work, um, pretty much for God of War, the most recent one. He was basically Kratos other than like the acting scenes. That was Christopher Judge. Um, so I just want to send my condolences out to the, to uh, his wife and, and family, um, and, and, and there's some um, pro wrestling tees, and I think Collar and Elbow both have uh, commemorative shirts for him. Um, the proceeds, I believe, go to his family. So if you want to support them, um, they um, there's some really good shirts. And uh, rest in peace, Shad.
0: Well, you know, uh, Nick talking about mental health and Carlos talking about Shad, I, I can't end the show crying. Um, <laughs> so what I'm gonna do? A, a, a entrance ramp exclusive. Is I'm gonna take Nick's advice from earlier in the show, and I guarantee you all, all 25, 100 of you that watch this show, <laughs> if Sting debuts tonight on AEW, I will videotape my reaction and post it on the channel because I am really the fact that <laughs> the fact that tonight's pay-per-view, um, I'm really excited about it uh, to see it. I wish I was with you guys to watch it. Um, you know the governor still hasn't. Yeah. The- but um, the fact is, is that I'm really excited to watch this show tonight, and I'm happy with the direction that AEW is going in. And if they get someone like Sting, I will absolutely freak the hell out.
2: Dude, I, I tell you that 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 actually, if that were to happen, like that actually would be like a good thing for how crazy and weird this week was. And, and, and like like we both mentioned, like we both kind of mentioned sad things, like. That Dark Side of the Ring, like, I, I still have to watch, um, I should do that, I should do that as a second, like, watch an episode and every week give you, like, my impressions, because I'm, like, too, I'm, I haven't watched an episode at all. But um, to, to end Cap with Owen Hart and his demise and Chad's stuff, yeah, that'd be a cool little, like, awesome thing to just see, like, Sting just show up, because every, I think everyone would just, it, it would be, like, a good, feel-good moment for all of
1: us. I mean, it's it's set up perfectly. I mean, this is total armchair booking, but like yeah. it's set up perfectly with him being the last entrant. That, eh, like, you don't even need fans. You could probably hear the fans all around the, the, the city <laughs> screaming. <laughs> you just hear the collective world. You, just- you, probably, you probably hear the back. Everyone in the back just freaking out because they probably never thought this would happen. But, yeah. I mean, it just all makes sense. Sting on TNT is just... It makes sense. Well, it makes sense. And,
0: and look at Shivani. You know, TNT was the ones who kind of asked Shivani to be a play-by-play guy. Uh, AEW, I think, was kind of going to go with the uh, JR and Excalibur, and Tony uh, uh, Tony Shivani was going to be there, like um, kind of like their backstage, backstage person. Yeah. Uh, but TNT asked that Shivani be part of it because of his history with TNT. So, absolutely, you know, it, it, Sting coming home would be pretty fun to watch, and you know. If it doesn't happen, oh, well. I don't have to embarrass myself, but you guys with <laughs> uh, more serious closing thoughts, I had to let it up a little bit. So yeah. for Carl, no, definitely Nick, I am Mark. I hope everybody enjoys tonight's Double or Nothing from AEW, and we will see you all next week on The Entrance Ramp. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye, everybody. Good night.
0: Thank you for listening to The Entrance Ramp Podcast. Please like us on Facebook at The Entrance Ramp Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The Entrance Ramp Pod and subscribe to us on YouTube by searching for The Entrance Ramp Podcast. We'll see you next time.